Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it on cnjradio.com or you're subscribed on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. You're a friend of mine. I'm going to open up the show today with a question to all of you out there, and this is I have a really long list in front of me here that kind of has to do with the show here today. So paraphrasing off the list a little bit, I'm going to ask you a question out there, and I'll give you time to answer. I'm going to name a bunch of singers and bands here, and I want you to tell me what they have in common. Ready? Anthrax, B-52s, Bad Company, Barry White, Big Star, Black Flag, Bon Jovi, Buzzcocks, The Cars, Cheap Trick, Chicago, The Cure, Dead Kennedys, Deep Purple, Def Leppard, Depeche Mode, Devo, Dick Dale, Dire Straits, Doobie Brothers, Duran Duran, ELO, ELP, Eurythmics, Faith No More, Graham Parsons, Hollow Notes, Harry Nilsson, Hart, Husker Du, Joe Cocker, Blue Oyster Colt. You got anything yet? I'll, I'll keep going. NXS, Iron Maiden, The Jam, Jan and Dean, Jethro Tull, Joan Jett, Johnny Burnett, Journey, Joy Division, Judas Priest, uh, King Crimson, Kiss. I think you might know where I'm getting at here. I'm going to keep going just to kind of drive the point home. Craftwork, Huey Lewis in the News, Link Ray, Love, MC5, Mary Wells, Megadeth, The Monkees, The Moody Blues, Motley Crue, Motorhead, Mountain, Nazareth, New Order, New York Dolls, Peter Gabriel, Procol Harum, Randy Newman, The Replacements, Roxy Music, The Runaways. Still, still nothing? Come on, I know you got this one. Todd Rundgren, Rush, Slayer, The Smiths, Sonic Youth, Soundgarden, Spinners, Steppenwolf, Steve Miller, Stevie Ray Vaughan, T-Rex, Television, Thin Lizzy, Warren Zevon. Hell, even Weird Al Yankovic. And X, XTC, Yes, and the Zombies. Have you got it yet? You probably do. I'm just going to tell you anyway. Every one of those bands that I named, uh, in addition to me having played many of those bands already on Rock Strikes 10, those are singers and bands that are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for shame. And... You're probably asking yourself, Joey, why should you care about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? It's a BS list, and you know it's all subjective, or you know it doesn't really matter. Well, I gotta tell you, unfortunately, it does matter. It's like saying the Grammys don't matter. Well, the Grammys are nationally televised. The Grammys seem to matter. If you win one, you put a sticker on your CD there that says Grammy Award-winning band. Or if you're in the Hall of Fame, it'll say Rock and Roll Hall of Famers on your... And, and people do take it seriously. The, maybe not hardcore music fans, but the general public do take it seriously. So it's this little institution here that's run by a couple of people, mainly the people in Rolling Stone, like Jan Werner, who I had a lot of fun picking on on my Guitar List episode, you know, late last year. These are the people that put in and keep out certain people in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And that was a very long list, and that's not even a full list of people. I probably missed some people, for all I know. Send in yours if you didn't hear me mention one. Now, I'm sure, and you know, I, I don't really listen to a lot of other music podcasts. I've got a very select few I do listen to. But I'm sure there's a lot of them out there that do these shows bashing the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and... You know, I was even planning on doing one myself. I come on here, I, I play ten of the bands that I named off of that list and be done with it and be like, injustice. And it is an injustice. But you ever do like your best thinking when you're on autopilot? You know, you're driving your car, you're in the shower. Well, I had a light bulb come on today. So I scrapped the entire episode I was going to do here for you today. But it still concerns the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and I think this kind of drives the point home even further. I'm going to play you 10 songs performed by Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, covering songs by people that are eligible yet not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Thank you very much. So let's get started. Now this year, which 
this made me feel very old, but this year, Guns N' Roses got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm sure a lot of you out there had old moments if you're about the same age as me, or even older. You're like, you remember when they were new, when that first album came out, Appetite for Destruction, a classic album. Well, you know, I, I still intend on watching the telecast this weekend on HBO, just you know, just for a, a good laugh, a good chuckle, as it always is for the most part. And I do want to see some of the performances, I'm not going to lie. And I like enough of the inductees this year, once again. But, once again, just want to drive this point home. And of course, the Guns N' Roses cover album that came out, The Spaghetti Incident, great source for them covering bands that definitely should be in the Hall of Fame that aren't. You go down a list, bands like The Damned and The New York Dolls, who are not inducted, which is ridiculous. Hell, even The Misfits. You know, none of those bands are in there, but they deserve to be. A very, very underrated band that the Hall of Fame still doesn't understand. Uh, A guy like Axl Rose took pretty much all of his vocal style from Dan McCafferty of Nazareth. So Nazareth is a band that the Hall of Fame just does not understand. But apparently Guns N' Roses do. So here you go, kicking off the show here today. It's a nice one. It's a nice opener. This is Guns N' Roses covering Nazareth. This is Hair of the Dog. Give me a little bit of volume on this. Red hot mama, they'll be jumping 
All right, that was Guns N' Roses there, throwing a little bit of Beatles Day Tripper at the end with Nazareth's Hair of the Dog. You can find that on the album The Spaghetti Incident. And I, I know that album actually generally doesn't seem to be very well liked, but I gotta tell you, that's that's a I love that album. I've got a soft spot for it big time and I I might have mentioned this on a show prior, but I'll just say it again. I was pretty impressionable guy, a music fan, just starting out high school when that album came out, and that really was the first time I heard all of those bands, all those bands I mentioned before, bands such as Fear and The Dolls and, you know, even Iggy's stuff, I mean, T-Rex, all that stuff, were all covered on the Spaghetti Incident, so I hold a special place in my heart for that album. So, there you go, there's something off that record. And, you know, everybody was making a big deal last week over Axel's no-showing at the Hall of Fame, even sent out a letter in advance that he would not be attending. You know, of course, not showing up for a show is pretty vintage Axel. I mean, that's nothing new. But, you know, a lot of people saw this as taking a stand and stuff like that. I think, uh, I guess that's fair that he's taking a stand, because if he had gone, of course, the organizers of the event and the Hall of Fame itself would have, put pressure on Axel to perform with the original Guns N' Roses and not his hired guns. So I could see why he wouldn't want to go, but at the same time, I like how people are treating this like it's something new. I mean, the Sex Pistols got inducted a few years ago. Johnny Rotten no-showed, but he didn't even give him any kind of advance notice that he wouldn't. He just went on Jimmy Kimmel that night and completely slagged off the Hall of Fame. I thought that was great. So, hey, Johnny did it first. And speaking of Johnny... Technically, I guess Johnny Rotten and, of course, the Sex Pistols are Hall of Famers. So here you go. And covering a band that uh, we're going to do a little twofer here of this particular band, covers of. I'm a big proponent of getting the Monkees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think they're important. I think they had great songs. You know, and yes, they did eventually play their own instruments. So any con about getting them in there saying they're not valid, I think, is bull because... Just because they didn't play their own instruments, that's definitely them singing on all those early records. So you have singers in there that can't play a note, so why not have the Monkees in there? Tons of hits, great records. I think very influential, dare I say. So Monkees should be in there. But until then, here is Hall of Famers, the Sex Pistols, covering the Monkees with I'm Not Your Steppin' Stone.
Alright, that was the Sex Pistols doing a version of the Monkees' I'm Not Your Steppin' Stone. You can find that track on the Great Rock and Roll Swindle soundtrack, which you'll get a few other interesting gems on there if you pick that one up. Uh, to me, that's really the only other Sex Pistols album worth getting. Uh, I'd say there's three to get. Of course, never mind the Bullocks and Great Rock and Roll Swindle and Filthy Lucre Live. That's a good live album, actually, really good. I'll play something off of that on a future show. But Swindle also, of course, has that version of Step in Stone. It's got Sid Vicious's version of My Way. It's got a really funny version of the Sex Pistols attempting to do Johnny B. Good. Just things like that. Substitute. So some good covers on that one. So go check that one out. And, you know, whether they intended to slag off the monkeys or not, I'm not exactly sure. But I know this one is pretty straight-up serious monkeys cover. I'm going to play something by Hall of Famer David Bowie. The great David Bowie, the icon, the man. This is kind of a kind of a nice little tie-in here. Not only is he covering a monkey song, this is very early on in David's career when he's still a folky and hasn't really made it big yet. So not only is he covering a monkey song, he's covering a monkey song that was written by Neil Diamond, who's also a rock and roll Hall of Famer. So what do these people know that the Hall of Fame doesn't? I'm just I'm trying to figure this out. But uh, here you go. This is one you might not have heard of. This is a rarity for sure. This is David Bowie covering A Little Bit Me, A Little Bit You. David Bowie, whose birth name is David Jones, covering a song sung by Davy Jones, or David Jones, of the Monkees, written by Hall of Famer Neil Diamond. Boy, that's a mouthful and a head full of info there. That was a little bit me, a little bit you. That's a rarity. That's a hard one to find, so uh, it's out there somewhere. Go find it. <laughs> uh, plenty of Bowie stuff in the vault still. I wish he would just kind of open up the vaults a little bit more, especially now that he's pretty much retired at this point. I hope I'm wrong, but, you know, David, you haven't put out a record in damn near a decade, so we're waiting for you to come back. But, uh, you know, one last thing about the Hall of Fame dropping the ball on the monkeys is that now, you know, I know the Hall of Fame loves to have those reunions to make their event really special and really eventful and get that press coverage, and and now if you induct the monkeys, it's too late, dude. You're not going to have a full-blown monkeys reunion, and you probably would have if you hadn't been so snobby about it. So there you go. Now you're just going to get three out of four. I hope, hope you're happy, guys. hope you're happy. 
So, uh, speaking of uh, non-full-blown reunions on inductions, and the next band I'm going to play you is a band called Blondie. Now, when Blondie got inducted, I think it was like around the early 2000s, uh, it was kind of controversial because they did not perform with their original lineup. They performed with their current touring lineup, so that, that caused a bit of friction, you know, even on a uh, you know happy occasions such as that. You got original members sitting in the audience. I'm sure that didn't fly well with them and even just rubbed a lot of fans the wrong way. Not sure the reason why. I don't know who's in the wrong on this one, but I know it happened. So what can you do? It's, it's What's done is done. But uh, I'm going to play you this. This is uh, something I really, I think this is a great song. This is definitely a, a very little known gem out there. Uh, Blondie recorded a song under the pseudonym called Adolph's Dog they did a cover of an Iggy Pop song, which actually had Blondie members playing on the original version when Iggy Pop did record it. But when they got back together with Debbie in the late 90s, they went ahead and revisited this song. I think this is a great cover, really cool song. It may not be very well known, but it's just a cool song to listen to in and of itself. This is Blondie performing as Adolph's Dog with the song Ordinary Bummer. Lovely games of yesterday have left me with my Flies out the door when people lose their That's a very ordinary bummer. I hold out for summer days spent in laughing rhyme with the quiet beauty. I saw a boy with eyes like fire I had to look his way He was swearing like a sailor And demanding his own way That was when I knew I had to love him I opened up my saddle Sometimes we do bad things None other times we do good And then sometimes from something bad Comes something very, very good With a quiet beauty That was Adolph's Dog, a.k.a. Blondie, doing a version of Iggy Pop's Ordinary Bummer. You can find that on Iggy Pop's tribute album called We Will Fall. That's actually got some very quality artists on there, so I do recommend that. And you know what? You're probably saying to yourself right now, Joey, you're, you're wrong. Iggy's in the Hall of Fame. This is unnecessary. Well, you're right and you're wrong. Iggy was inducted with the Stooges, but to me... You know, it's been done time and time again. If you have a valid solo career, you are you can go right back in there. It happened with McCartney and Lennon and Harrison. You know, it's happened with a few other guys. Uh, you know, I think Iggy Pop should definitely be inducted as a solo artist as well. I think his solo stuff is highly underrated. Very cool, very influential. And Iggy just 
one of the best frontmen of all time. So I say it's valid that Iggy should be inducted as a solo artist. And until that time, I will protest that. And I wasn't planning on doing another twofer like I did with the monkeys earlier, but I feel it's apropos because why not? And it's my show. This year, and here's another old moment, they inducted the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Now, I, I totally bagged on them on the previous episode. You know, and what I said, I still stand by. But one of the last great things that they ever did as a band, something they recorded for the Beavis and Butthead Experience compilation album. But here they are, covering Iggy and the Stooges, not the original Stooges. So, technicality, it counts. So, yeah, here you go. Here is brand new... Brand spanking new Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, covering Iggy and the Stooges, Search and Destroy. Chili Peppers covering Iggy and the Stooges' Search and Destroy. Really cool version. Like I said, that's probably the last good thing that band ever did, in my opinion. You know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. And I guess the Hall of Fame is too, but I just don't understand how even critical darlings that you figured they would just be all over to get in the Hall of Fame haven't been inducted yet. I think when I was looking at the list that I read off earlier, 
one of the ones that really stood out was like a guy like Peter Gabriel. I mean, that guy is like, you know, he's one of those guys, you know, I like Peter a lot, but he's one of those guys, like, if he puts an album out, it's like, he's one of those guys that critics are automatically just going to favor and just, you know, four, four star, five star ratings, you know, the guy's genius, he's great, you know, that they always give it up for him, but he's not in there. That's just the craziest thing to me. Like, you know, I can almost understand why Kiss isn't in there. And I'm like one of the biggest Kiss nerds out there. It's because they always talk shit about the Hall of Fame and they're not a critics band. They're, they do it for the fans. You know, a guy like Peter Gabriel is very artistic and uh, critics love him. So things like that. And here's a couple of more artists that fit into that category that I'm going to spotlight that I just can't believe they're not in there. And these are two amazing songwriters in a row that have just been shunned over the years and leaves my head scratching. So the first one I'm going to talk about is not including Randy Newman in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I'm, I'm still very new to Randy's music as a fan. You know, I, I'm not a long-time fan at all, but God, like I said, if you've ever attempted to write a song or you appreciate good lyrics and songwriting, you know Randy Newman's key. He's one of the greats of all time. Guy's been eligible for, let's see, how long has he been eligible? I got it right here. 21 years. He's been nominated once. <laughs> and he's not in there. I mean, he is unconventional. So maybe he's told them to go screw themselves. I don't know. But uh, nonetheless, here is a legit Hall of Famer here as well. Elvis Costello, who was inducted uh, also in the early 2000s. Here's Elvis paying tribute to Randy Newman with I've Been Wrong Before. The night we met A night that I won't forget You seem what I've been waiting for But baby I've been wrong Before There you go, that was Elvis Costello, a brilliant songwriter in his own right, doing a Randy Newman song called I've Been Wrong Before. You can find that on the Kojak Variety album, which is an all-covers album. And I, I, I say this every time, if I play something by Elvis Costello, 
the reissues that came out of Rhino Records in the early 2000s, those are the ones to get. Bonus tracks worth listening to, and there's a whole other full-length album for Kojak variety of songs that he recorded, all covers, and just didn't make the cut, but they're all great performances. He does, like, Beatles covered, Screaming Jay Hawkins cover, of course, a Dylan, you know, stuff like that, so. Goes down very well with Elvis Costello at the helm. And the next artist definitely ties into a guy like Randy Newman. Matter of fact, this uh, next gentleman that I'm going to represent here on the century actually recorded an entire album of Randy Newman's songs. And then he wound up singing them. Uh, so he developed a very good relationship with Randy Newman early on in his career. I'm talking about Harry Nilsson. And I've played Harry on the show before. And every time I mention him at all, I always say he might be the greatest songwriter of all time, in my opinion. I am a huge Harry Nilsson fan. So I'm going to play you this version here, actually. And the main reason I did it, and there were actually quite a few covers to choose from of Hall of Famers covering Harry Nilsson songs. I mean, that's how great the man is. I guess was. But, you know, I, ha- I hate the fact that he's gone. It's so sad. But, you know, even guys like Brian Wilson have covered his stuff. Uh, you know, just, I mean, I, I can't say enough nice things about him, so I'll just stop there. But I'm putting this version on here. It's not something, uh, this doesn't really go in, you know, with what you normally hear on Rock Strikes 10, but I like breaking the rules and, you know, my show is never defined by just one thing. But I've got two Hall of Famers here, duetting, paying tribute to Harry Nilsson. So here you go. This is Ringo Starr and Stevie Nicks doing Lay Down Your Arms.
There you go. That was the nicest guy in rock and roll, Ringo Starr, along with Stevie Nicks, who was inducted with Fleetwood Mac to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, covering Harry Nilsson's Lay Down Your Arms. And that was on the tribute album called For the Love of Harry, Everybody Sings Nilsson. It's a really cool tribute album. Guys like Peter Wolf, Jellyfish. It's a really cool cover album I, I recommend. And uh, another thing that Ringo and Stevie have in common, they hang out with Hall of Famers in their spare time, apparently, because they've appeared on multiple albums with Tom Petty. So there's a whole bunch of Hall of Fame tie-ins just on that one track. Why is Harry Nilsson not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Well, I, I don't know. I, I think he's absolute genius. And just putting forward the fact how incredibly lame and out of touch the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is. I just love the fact that I actually had to cut songs off of this episode because there were actually so many legit Hall of Famers that covered people that definitely should be in there. Of course, we got three songs to go. These next ones are no exception. I'm going to play you a song by The Clash. Uh, they're covering Toots and the Maytales on here. Now, if you don't know Toots and the Maytales, it, very important band. Not super famous. Famous, you know, like within the fan base for sure, but just a, an amazing two-tone ska reggae act, and they've been around forever, and the influence they had, even just on punk artists alone, is worthy of induction, but, you know, they've, they've transcended to so many different genres, and I think they've had enough legitimate songs. It's, it's kind of like a Tom Waits thing. Their most popular songs are pretty much mostly well-known as cover versions. So a lot of Hall of Famers have covered Toots and the Maytales. You know, like I'm going to play The Clash here. Keith Richards has covered them. I mean, just the, the list goes on. Go look it up. You know, even a guy like Bob Marley. So here you go. A band that should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame but isn't. Toots and the Maytales. This is probably their most popular song. But here you go, great version by The Clash off of Super Black Market Clash. This is Pressure Drop.
And the first time I heard that song was actually the version by The Specials, uh, another band that definitely should be in the Hall of Fame and is not currently. But anyway, there you go. There was The Clash with Pressure Drop, originally performed by Toots and the Maytales. And you can find that on their Rarities album called Super Black Market Clash. That's probably one of the best Rarities compilation that any band's ever put together. So I recommend that heavily. Go check it out. And, you know, I remember uh, I always make kind of a joke about whenever they inducted the Clash in the Hall of Fame, when they got the nomination and the nod, Joe Strummer was actually still alive. And by the time the ceremony happened, he had passed away. And one of the last interviews I ever read with Joe Strummer, someone asked him, so, you gonna, I'm paraphrasing his answer, but the gist of it is, someone asked him, you guys gonna do, you know, like a reunion for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And Joe was like, yeah, right. A uh, working class band uh, that, you know, always did the right thing, said the right thing, and stood their ground against the grain. Yeah, we're going to reunite at a big fancy dinner where it costs like $5,000 a plate. That's the place we choose to do a reunion. I think not. <laughs> like I said, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said that in a nutshell, and I thought that was great. I mean, this is a band that felt like assholes playing Shea Stadium, opening up for The Who, singing songs like Career Opportunities, songs about being poor and unemployed. So even then they felt like hypocrites. Imagine how they would have felt if they had reunited at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with this big fancy suit and tie dinner. So good on you, Joe Strummer. And I always used to make the joke that Joe actually died just so he wouldn't have to worry about showing up. <laughs> Punk rock till the very end. Rest in peace, Joe Strummer. <laughs> So the last two songs of the night actually kind of have tie-in, but it's not a twofer. Don't worry. It is, but it isn't, right? Eh. Uh, one of the most underrated bands in hard rock history, for my money, is the Blue Oyster Cult, w- without a doubt. Just a great band, layers and layers of songs, great production, highly influential. If you don't believe me, ask the band that's going to cover them on this next track, a band that is... Sort of new to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but I, I like the induction because I believe hopefully in the future it will open the door for bands that came before them and after them in that particular style of heavy metal. Talking about Metallica. Metallica, whether you love them or hate them at this point, even if you're a former fan, go look up their induction speech when they got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Basically, giving it up for bands that have not been inducted, but they were influenced by. So, right there. I mean, talking about Kiss and UFO and Rainbow, Blue Oyster Cult, I think that's great. I'm glad that they used their time to basically have a little mini protest while still playing ball. I mean, they did it so brilliantly. They're just, it's amazing. You know, they they get that critical love. So, let's have Metallica be our representatives, and hopefully they can do some good while they're in there. So here you go, this is one you don't hear every day, and of course even uh, Metallica on their Garage Inc. album covered a lot of bands that deserve to be in the Hall of Fame that are eligible but are not, bands like Motorhead, bands like Thin Lizzy, so they've got great taste, and here you go, I'm going to play you the Blue Oyster Cult cover off of Garage Inc. This is a really cool, not heard every day on the radio kind of track, here you go, this is Astronomy. I know you'll soon be married And you won't 
Alright, that was Metallica with Astronomy. You can find that on the 1998 release Garage Inc. on the first disc. Go check it out. I really like that track. And uh, go track down the original, of course. All of these on here. Please track down the originals as well. Won't be sorry. Now we're going to close out here with actual, uh, not not so much stolen, but uh, I just like the fact that I'm playing it on my show at the same time that I'm bashing him. This is something from one of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremonies. Covering an artist not in the Hall of Fame in an induction ceremony is something that made me laugh for sure. I think most people think that this is like a Yardbirds original or something, but Train Capture Roland was actually written by a fella called Johnny Burnett. Johnny Burnett has been eligible for 30 years now, and he's not in. He wrote not only Train Kept a Rolling, but You're 16, You're Beautiful in Your Mind, so two songs that have been huge hits. That's two more than some people that are in the Hall of Fame have. So I think Johnny Burnett's legit. I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. You know, even listed as an early influence and do what you gotta do, but he deserves to be in there. Hell, just for writing Train Cap for Rollin', how many people have covered that? Jeez, man. Uh, this version's no exception. Here is a cavalcade of Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. Ready? This is Jeff Beck, Jimmy Page, Ron Wood, Joe Perry, Flea, and Metallica. Closing it out tonight with Train Cap Rollin'. <laughs> This is rhythm guitar player heaven, all right? I don't have to compete with this. I just do this.
show closer the big encore jeff beck jimmy page ron wood joe perry flea and metallica doing the trank kept rolling live from the rock and roll hall of fame and i got that off of itunes actually there's like a best of the rock and roll hall of fame live from either induction ceremonies or those big concerts they like to hold but that's where i got it from it's like i i think i bought like five tracks off of there because they're the only five i really wanted that's where I got that one of uh, Prince covering While My Guitar Gently Weeps with Tom Petty and Jeff Lynne. Things like that. So, worth tracking down, even for those kind of once-in-a-lifetime performances. That you know, That's why I'm going to watch the show this weekend, because just in case something cool happens, something crazy, so they'll, they'll get my watch. But, you know, still watch it with my arms folded half the time. I mean, just go back and listen to all the bands I listed off. How are they not in there? And there's so many people. There, you can go go look on the official Rock and Roll Hall of Fame site, see who's in there, and you'd be like, you know, really, you know, you you can't tell me that Jackson Brown is in there because he's really that good. No, he's got friends in high places. It's a joke a lot of the times, but you know, I just why can't they get over the snobbery? Uh, perhaps someday separatism will will die off, and then we can all. Live as one in this rock and roll dream. I'm sure I'm just dreaming and it'll never happen, but hey, we can always yell and scream as loud as we can until there's some justice in this world, right? But anyway, I want to thank you, everybody out there, for tuning into the show. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. Hope you heard some stuff maybe you never heard before, but overall, I'm just, I just hope you like the show and, and what I'm doing here. Please feel free to send me feedback. You go to cnjradio.com. There's an email link in there to send me your feedback. Send me show theme requests. I'm always happy to do them. And uh, haven't haven't gotten a whole lot, so please send them in. There's the link on there for the Facebook and the Twitter and all that stuff. And go subscribe on iTunes. Please leave a review on iTunes. That always helps. That's going to help me more than anything at this point. Thanks a lot for tuning into the show here this week. I'll see you on the next one. Have fun. Yeah.